Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Warning, guests of The Roy Green Show may experience the truth, being in the hot seat, and in some cases, crying. The Roy Green Show continues on the Chorus Radio Network. Did the uh, Prime Minister of this country call out Canadians as racists? I think he did. Mr. Trudeau uh, spoke about real Islamophobia in Canada, also anti-Semitism. And a Muslim woman delegate to Daughters of the Vote said, In a time of overwhelming stigma, I fear being othered, profiled, and being killed in a country I call my own. So I, I don't want to ever hear that people are afraid they're going to be killed in their country, their home country. But I, uh, I got in touch with Rahil Raza, who's a leading uh, Muslim in, in Canada and, and globally. And Rahil's going to come on the show in about just over half an hour to speak about the issue of Muslim women in this country and fear, if you're Muslim, uh, being in fear. We'll also be speaking with Chris Alexander, who's the former immigration minister for Canada and the Stephen Harper government after Jason Kenney. Mr. Alexander uh, responded to a tweet that I, uh, that I posted a couple of hours ago about, I, I can't think of another national leader who would publicly point at anybody of his national constituency, the voters, as being racist or potentially being racist. And in Ontario, they're just starting a, a three-year program, an anti-racism program. So we need to talk about this. And what I found particularly interesting was a, a, a newspaper column I came across a couple of days ago in the Vancouver Sun. And it was written in 2013 by Douglas Todd, who's a Vancouver Sun columnist. And uh, it really struck me because what, uh, what, what Douglas Todd was writing about was what racism is and whether we as Canadians actually, whether Canadians understand what, what, what racism is. The headline of the, uh, of the column is, What is Racism? Most Canadians in a Muddle. Douglas Todd joins us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Doug, thank you for taking the time. And, and as I began to read your column, it began with a joke told at a Metro Vancouver social event. And the joke was, What River Separates China from India? And you, and you wrote that it created some unease because it sounded racist to people at, uh, at, at, the, uh, at the event. And then you pointed out in the column that liberals particularly don't seem to understand the definition of the word 
racist. So please begin wherever you think we should begin to, so we understand what racism really means. Hi, Ray. Yeah, thanks. It's an important issue because I think a lot of Canadians and probably Americans, they toss out the word racist so quickly and are so afraid of being seen as racist that, and I've noticed over the years, they actually don't know what it means. Uh, you know, people email me and use the term and, and I ask them, what, how do you define racism? And they actually don't um, have a definition or some, for some it's so broad that it includes anything. Like if you say something critical about the governor, or, you know, the prime minister, president of China, that that's racist because he's a different nationality. But you might just disagree with his policies. So it seems that people don't realize that the definition of racism is um, to to a feeling of ethnic superiority uh, towards another group, uh, and that discrimination comes out of it. So it's actually fairly specific. I think there are racists in Canada, but I think they're probably a very small minority. And we've got to be wary about them, but we also have to be super wary about the real problem in Canada, which is we use the term way too quickly, racist or xenophobe, you know, to basically shut down debate. It's well, I was, about, I was about to say, Doug, that it's the, it's the shutdown argument. It's yeah. the shutdown point. When you look at somebody and say, you're a racist or you're a xenophobe, you're immediately placing that person on the back foot. And if they're not willing to fight, uh, I don't mean, you know, drop the gloves and fight. If they're not, yeah. if they're not willing to, 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 to argue, to make their case and, and let you do that to them, then, then you've really just used the term racism to shut down the argument and create uh, a victory for yourself. You wrote in the column, racism is different things to different people. And uh, you wrote that at an event, you mentioned newcomers to Canada would probably fare better if they had command of the English language. Yeah. And a friend told you that has racist undertones. So, I mean, it do- doesn't make any sense. If, if Obviously, you're going to do better if you're a newcomer to a country and you speak one or both of the languages that are the official languages of that country. It's going to stand you in good stead. But you were accused of being a racist or at least saying something that sounded racist. Yes, and people tend to use terms like racist undertones rather because because they can't actually go so far as to call it racist, but they just don't like it, right? But yeah, I mean the stuff is so about language has been so proven time and time again that if you you know have if you're capable in the language of the country you're moving to, you're going to do better financially, um, culturally, in ter- even actually in terms of health. So. To, Things are finally changing in Vancouver, at least, where you can talk about language as an issue without being shut down as a racist, which is a bullying term, right? It's, it's basically unfair, and it's meant to silence. And Well, it is, and, and I've always said, look, you can call me anything you want, but I don't have to agree with you. Yeah, exactly. And but frankly, I I've never I cared what people call me, but if you do it to my face and 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 i need to uh you know state my position i will not be shy about doing that most people i think are just are just so uh, so horrified that anyone would use the term racist that yeah, they the worst term they don't know what to say you're probably tougher than most canadians right most canadians just we even me like we so hard want to be seen as nice people and tolerant of everything and so it is actually almost the worst term you could use in Canada. It is. And, and you know, it should be. Uh, what, it, what should be. it should be. It should. I mean, the, the, if, you, if you apply the actual definition. Right. And if somebody is an actual bona fide racist. Yeah. 
then it should be, if not the worst, certainly one of the worst terms that could be applied to you. No, that's right. And and, but, and deservedly so. I mean, if, 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 if you are. I know, but it, it's true. But one thing that I kind of uh, toss out every once in a while is that there's these international organizations, uh, excuse me, organizations, one's called Legatum, it's out of... Uh, uh, Britain, where it studies sort of tolerance levels in can- countries around the world, and Canada always wins it. Like it's, we're seen as the most tolerant country in the world. We are, yeah. So, but we're obsessed that we're a racist country, and some of our politicians play that card. They stopped playing it in BC, which is good, but uh, some of them still. But clearly, Mr. Tr- clearly, Mr. Trudeau still feels as a card that he can play. Yeah, I know. It's a bit of a concern. <laughs> well, it is a concern if your prime minister has sufficient disrespect for his greater constituency, for everyone in his constituency, sufficient disrespect that he's willing to publicly state in front of a microphone and television cameras that there are Islamophobes and anti-Semites and, uh, and racists in Canada. If he's going to state that, make that statement, then he has to tell people who the racists are. Yeah. He can't just leave leave it open uh, to interpretation. And, and, and just, I just don't think that he's done us any, any kind of service. Doug, thank well, you I so much. He's trying yeah. to distract from bigger issues. Like the term Islamophobia is another terrible term that people don't actually have a definition for. And it, for some people to say, oh, you say anything critical about Islam or Muslims or the religion that you're Islamophobic, like that you have an irrational fear of it. It's nothing to do with that. I mean, there's lots of things wrong with Islam. There's lots of things wrong with Christianity. There's lots of things wrong with Judaism. There's lots of things wrong with atheism. We have to be able to talk about that. (laughs) Well, we do have to be able to talk about. We have to be able to talk to each other, and we can't shut down debate. And for anybody to say that freedom of expression in this country is being compromised by people who are challenging M103, don't know, either don't know anything about freedom of expression or have a vested interest uh, to, in some way to challenge the existence of freedom of expression. Because freedom of expression is what guarantees people so many rights and so many freedoms and so much opportunity. You're not afraid to speak your mind. In, in, in dictatorial realities, if you speak your mind, you pay the price. No, I mean, we're still a country where you don't get thrown in jail, usually for... Speaking your mind. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Doug, thank you so much. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I, I just I have to take a break. I thank you so much for joining us. It was a great, really t- an interesting column, and I think one that people should uh, should make every effort to read. Um, and, and give them a sense of what, uh, what racism is. Uh, Douglas Todd from the uh, Vancouver Sun. Thank you, Doug. Roy Green Show, Chorus Radio Network, 1-800-263-2428 is my number. 800-263-2428 is the number. Uh, when I say that Justin Trudeau sounds to me like he's pointing at any number of Canadians without identifying who those Canadians are, but he's pointing at Canadians and accusing Canadians of being racists. When he says, for example, that uh, where M103 is concerned, the motion that was um, introduced by a rookie uh, liberal MP, Ikra Khalid, from uh, Mississauga area, I believe, Uh, He said, sometimes it's useful for people to disagree, to point out to the rest of us that there's still a lot of work to do. So if you disagree, what are you, Mr. Trudeau? If, if If I disagree with Motion M103, which I do, by the way, 
So does that make me an Islamophobe, or does that just make me somebody who has concerns about freedom of expression and where freedom of expression might be compromised? And if I want answers or if I want debate or if I want to talk about it, it all comes under the constitutionally enshrined freedom of expression. Don't you, Mr. Trudeau, turn around and point a finger at me and say you're an Islamophobe. You don't have that right, and you're wrong. It's just, just it's infuriating that you would have a a national leader point at his own people and 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 point the finger of racism. Maybe you hear something entirely different. Maybe uh, maybe I'm wrong about what Justin Trudeau said. But when he says we have a problem with Islamophobia in Canada, that to me says he says we're having a problem with racists in Canada. Then define it. Then explain it. Then mention groups and names. Be specific, Mr. Prime Minister. It's not always one of your strong suits. We'll come right back.